Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. You think you've got style? Well, maybe you do. But whether you have it or not, we think you'll enjoy Style Revolution. Starting right now on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, your host. Thank you and welcome to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. And today our topic is accessorizing your everyday look. In the past few weeks, we've been talking about your everyday look and we found out how to take your favorite look and describe it in three to five words. And um, from, from your wardrobe, you can find all these amazing, great looks that describe your unique style and are still comfortable and manageable for your lifestyle. And so now I'm going to go in and I'm going to accessorize those looks. We've been doing a little bit here and there, um, accessorizing each outfit. But today I'm going to go in a little bit deeper and I'm going to describe those accessories and give you my opinion on um, the spring accessories I love so much that are coming up and just basically how to do that. So today we're going to specifically talk about shoes and shoes are one of those accessories I absolutely adore. They're, they're one of those accessories that are actually rather necessary. They're a need. So it's not like jewelry where you, you can wear it if, if you want to, but shoes are something you need. You can't walk around barefoot all day long. Otherwise, that's dangerous a little bit. So you want to have shoes that are not only comfortable and um, necessary, um, but are also really cute and trendy. So I'm going to go through and describe all the styles of shoes, all the colors, all the sizes, um, my favorite shoe designers, where to get them, um, and basically how to combine them with those looks that you love, from your everyday look to the date night, uh, to your formal party, to your casual party, every every outfit we've um, come through so far, okay? So let's go ahead and go from um, flat shoes to high heels. So we're going to start with the shoes that have no heel to the ones that have really, really high heels. So um, the first shoe I'm going to talk about is the flip-flop. Flip-flops are super, um, super wearable during the summer um, in in the springtime. They're made for obviously the summer months because you wouldn't want to wear them in winter because your foot is basically extremely exposed. There's only a little bit of material usually that wraps around your foot just to make that little insert. And um, they come in all different colors. They, um, they're really wearable. I really like wearing them. They're comfortable. They're really quick to put on. So you can wear this with a casual outfit, for example, maybe that everyday look when you're um, going to school or you're just going out for lunch with your friends, put on some flip-flops and they're really cute. They'll show off your great uh, little pedicure that you have. Maybe you can put some fun nail polish on with that and it'll look really great. Another kind of like sneaky tip if you want to be kind of um, go around the system a little bit, I actually wore flip-flops under a ball gown I wore to a little party I had um, actually my eighth grade graduation and the thing was I'm super tall so I don't really want to wear heels all the time and um, this skirt was so big I was able to hide my flip-flops underneath so um, obviously that was a formal occasion but I was able to sneak it so if you find a way to um, maybe your dress is a full length or maybe um, your dress isn't as as formal you can wear flip-flops to a formal affair if you feel comfortable doing that obviously it has to be um, with special kind of special traits you can't do it all the time but definitely give that a shot my my favorite um, flip-flop designer would have to be Payless. Obviously, there's not one designer for Payless. There's a group, and I really adore their flip-flops. They're great. They come in all sizes from like size 5 to size 12, and uh, you can find them in a lot of colors. 
You can actually find them all season, most of the time, um, at least one pair. They're not expensive. I don't suggest um, investing money in flip-flops. You don't wear them often enough. There's not that much material used in them. So I wouldn't suggest spending over $30. And $30 is for that amazing pair of flip-flops. I'm talking, usually I spend like 10 bucks on my flip-flops. And that's what I would suggest because you can wear them to the pool, to the beach, and to casual fairs, okay? And sometimes those special occasions. All right, moving on. Let's move on to that sandal we love so much. Sandals are super chic this this season and um, they come in a lot of different colors as like the flip-flop and um, they come in a lot of different styles. Uh, Flip-flops are different from sandals because sandals have an ankle strap. So basically when you walk in a flip-flop, think about walking in a flip-flop, most of us have done it, your foot, the um, shoe actually flips, that's why they're called flip-flops. And sandals don't do that because they're completely attached to your feet. So the ankle strap helps your um, helps the shoe stay on your foot the whole time. So that's why they're a little bit more wearable. For example, if you go to a school or to a job where they don't allow you to wear flip-flops, sometimes they'll allow you to wear sandals because they're actually attached to your foot although your foot is still um, somewhat exposed. So um, again, my favorite designer for um, sandals are, is Payless because they have a lot of different styles. I only have actually two pairs of sandals. Um, they're black and blue, but I got them both at Payless and I adore them. They're really comfortable. They're super um, chic. They're, they're blue and they're black and I adore them. They're great. They look great with casual outfits and actually sandals is a great way to tone down a formal look for a casual fair. For example, if you're wearing your little black dress that's usually pretty dressy, uh, you want to go out shopping with your friends. That's a um, casual occasion. That's not a special occasion. I do it all the time. So you want to dress that little black dress down to um, just going to the mall. So what I would do is just toss on a little pink sandal that exposes your toes, put on a nice cute little nail polish color on your toes, and that really dresses down the entire look and makes it um, comfortable and chic for the mall or wherever you're going. Um, you can wear sandals with a date night look, with a everyday look, uh, with any re- really any look because they're, so, um, they're so versatile. They're really a great shoe. Another um, shoe we're going to talk about today is the Gladiator. Um, It's a shoe that was very popular in the summer of 2009 and the summer of 2010. Unfortunately, if you're like me, I love gladiators. Um, They're not so trendy this year. But if you're not concerned um, about following the trends a whole lot, then go ahead and try them on. I really adore wearing mine. I'll probably wear mine this summer. I probably will because I like them. And um, most of the time they came in these kind of rustic colors like dark browns, um, minor and silver, uh, kind of colors that aren't don't really stand out too much because the shoe, the way it's built, it already stands out. So you don't want to have too much of a bold color. So I would try finding it in more of a neutral tone, maybe even black sometimes. Uh, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. This is Style Revolution, and I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. And today our topic is expanding our everyday look. We're going to accessories now, and we're talking today specifically about shoes. And we're starting with flats. And right now we're on that Gladiator that was so famous a couple years ago. And gladiators, they're super cute. I really like them. And they're called gladiators, obviously, because of the ancient Romans. Those are the people who really created them, obviously, first. And they wore them when they went to the Colosseums to fight, and that's why they're called gladiators. Uh, It makes sense if you're a history fan like me. And uh, they're really great. Um, If you wear gladiators, I wouldn't suggest wearing jewelry with it because the shoe's bold enough. Another special way, I adore this style, and I kind of, I think I kind of created it, but if you don't think so, let me know. (laughs) I think I created it, though. You put on skinny jeans, and this could be an evening look, so our date night look. You put on skinny jeans and actually take the ankle straps that go loosely around your ankle, wrap them around the skinny jeans, and it looks super cute. It's a really bold look, so if you're going someplace, um, you know, on a date or evening that you want to be rather bold, 
Try this look out. It's great. It's super fun. I adore wearing it. The only suggestion I would have is don't wear it if you're planning to um, try and close in the store because they're very difficult to put on and take off and um, basically change out of. I um, got in a situation where I had to change out of them when I was wearing that style and it was pretty difficult. It took me like 20 minutes. So definitely don't do that. Um, my favorite designer for the Gladiator is Steve Madden. I'll probably be mentioning him a few more times because he's one of my favorite shoe designers. Uh, he designs a lot of different styles like the Gladiator that are super cute. His shoes are on the um, more expensive side, but um, most of the time you can find them on sale, like at a Nordstrom's or a Nordstrom's rack. And they're super cute. My gladiators I've had for about three years. They last really long. They're great shoes. Uh, and gladiators you can really wear with any type of look. I've worn them to a casual dance with a cute little green dress. And I've worn them everyday look. I've worn them, like I said, on an evening look. And uh, they're really great. I really like them. They're super trendy, though. So try to, um, I they wouldn't be obviously something I would wear every single day. But you can accessorize them with your different looks and it'll look really great. Let's move on to another one of my favorite shoes, the flat, the flat shoe. Now, um, that's a great shoe for any type of look. The flat can transcend any outfit style, any occasion, anything that you're doing that day because they come in all kinds of colors. They come in all sizes. You can find them virtually at any shoe store and they're really great and usually super comfortable. And make sure they're comfortable because they're the type of shoe you usually wear all day. So you don't want to have your feet in any sort of pain all day long. Uh, a suggestion with a flat is they usually come from that ballet trend because it's called the ballet flat sometimes. I wouldn't do the overly ballet look because it does end up looking, um, I don't know, a little bit out of this world. I don't know uh, how to describe it. It's just a little bit too different for me. But if you're willing to try it and if you like ballet, I do, uh, then put it on. That looks cute. Uh, another one of my favorite designers for the flat shoe is Sam Elderman. I'm not sure if you ever heard of him. He's a kind of, he's established designer, but he's just kind of getting his stuff out there. And he sells his shoes at Nordstrom's, Nordstrom's Rack. You can find it online. Um, his shoes are great. They're really great. He comes with these flats that are in all different colors. Like, for example, my favorite flats of all time are by him and they're black. And I've worn them for about six years now and they are worn out. So I'm trying to find a new pair of them but they're really great flats if you're looking for a fabulous flat that'll last you a long time that still is going to be cute that's um going to be able to wear all the time then i would definitely go with the sam elderman uh you can wear these with your everyday look with your date night look with a formal look even um with a semi-casual formal dance or um it's 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 a great look that transcends um another flat that's really popular this, this year is on um, the espadrilles now i hope i pronounced that right it's called espadrilles i think they're super comfy uh they're really cute and all designers are handling them like i mean you can get them for 10 bucks maybe at target and you can also get them for about 400 dollars from chanel so they're they're really across the board you can probably find in your price range and they are super cute you can dress them up you can dress them down they're more of a casual shoe so you can only um dress them up so much but uh, you can put it on with jeans and a t-shirt or you can put it on with your favorite little floral dress and they look super cute a lot of the times um, they're made by Tom's shoes and he donates shoes to kids in need so that's a super great um, brand to support because they help other people obviously and we always want to be conscious of other people in this amazing world we live in so another shoe that I forgot to mention is the boho sandal now obviously we're all going for that bohemian look recently it's been super popular and thank god it's still popular this year so you can definitely try to find some boho sandals uh, they're usually like really um, they look kind of let's say like a jungle like maybe if 
say for example like you got trapped in the jungle or something god forbid and you're there and you have to make these sandals that's what these boho sandals really look like to me but they're really cute they come in colors they they're really trendy if you are a fan of maxi dresses the ones that are super long they look wonderful with that so you can dress them up you can dress them down they look good with uh, usually somewhat casual looks uh, but you can wear them all the time. They're super comfy and you can put on a cute nail polish and they'll look great. So we're going to continue on talking with these shoes for um, next week. Don't worry. Keep your shoes organized in your amazing new closet. But we're going to continue talking about shoes because I love them so much. And we're going to cover those spring, new spring uh, shoe trends that you can bring in. And we're also going to cover the old ones that you can still wear, okay? Because shoes are awesome. They're a great way to accessorize. Remember to bring in bold colors as well as nude colors, all right? I really enjoy doing that. And you can wear them with day night look, your casual look, your everyday look, any type of look you can ever imagine, you can wear your shoes with. They're really comfortable and make sure they're comfortable and make sure they're wearable and something that still represents your style. Okay, let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alaysia Hargrave, and today our topic has been accessorizing those everyday looks we created. And I certainly hope you want to contact me. When you do, go ahead and go to voiceamericakids at gmail.com, and you can send me all your questions, all your advice. If you have any tips or pictures you love, um, send, go ahead and send those to me because I'd love to hear from you. I really would. So now we're going to go into those spring trends. Now, spring is just beginning. It begins officially, I think, March 21st, so it's just now beginning, and I'm really excited about it because it's a um, one of those seasons where you can really expand. You can wear still wear long sleeve, but um, it's definitely getting warmer, so you're able to bring out those skirts and the dresses you really love. So I'm going to go through um, for a few recent popular magazines. The first one's going to be Allure, and I'm going to tell you their top five spring trends that you need. And then I'm going to go to a magazine called InStyle, and I'm going to tell you their top ten trends. And then I'm going to give you my top three, and hopefully those will give you some uh, some tips and some different ideas on how to bring in uh, different styles into your wardrobe, okay? So the first one they say um, from Allure Magazine is gonna be bright accessories. Now I totally agree with this trend. I think I've talked about it a whole lot because it is important to bring in those colors that we're seeing on the runway into your life. Obviously you don't wanna wear like full on electric blue or full on bright yellow. So an accessory is a good way to bring in um, those bright colors that you love so much, but um, in small amounts. So that way you're not over, over wearing it. They're talking about wearing wedges maybe or a lime green belt. Now those are great ways to bring in those bright colors that um, some of us are a little bit frightened to wear, but when you're bringing it in a small amount, maybe just one bright accessory and a few other minor accessories, that'll really create an entire outfit that's really trendy but not over the top. Their next, uh, their second essential for spring is a white blazer. I can agree with this because white was super on the runway this year. And um, it's a great color. And a blazer would be great to pair with jeans, to pair with a dress, to pair with every kind of outfit. Like that everyday look, you can pair a blazer with that. Or you can pair, pair a uh, blazer with a dress maybe for a casual party to wear. Uh, they're talking about Stella McCartney's linen blazer. Now linen is a great fabric for a blazer, although you got to think about it is getting warm, so linen's not a great a fabric for um, when you're perspiring. So you want to watch out for that. You can also get it in cotton. Uh, Gap sells a lot of cotton blazers and uh, that's much easy, more wearable, more um, everyday for that everyday look. Uh, another thing they're talking about, their third one was their high-waisted pants. Now we've been seeing high-waisted pants for like the past three years actually. I've seen a lot of them. I own a few high-waisted pants which I adore wearing. Uh, they really do sense your waist. So if you're looking for your waist to be the focal point of your outfit, go ahead and go for some high-waisted pants. They're talking about it comes from that 70s look and I can agree with that as well um, the shape can be worn with maybe a, a blousy top so maybe if you go with a silk chiffon top that's kind of blousy it could be a tank top or a, um, a sleeve top and then put it on with a pair of high-waisted pants that looks super trendy super cute it cinches your waist makes you look like an hourglass figure and uh, you'll just look fabulous you can get them they're talking about wear them maybe in a bright color I have a pair of white um, high-waisted pants and they're really cute. They're super comfortable for spring and for summer. So I would suggest going with a neutral definitely because it's such a strong silhouette. You don't want to overdo it with a bright color. Obviously we don't want green high-waisted pants. Then you'd really look like you're from the 70s. But we can go with a, a neutral or a white um, high-waisted pants and that'll look fabulous. Moving on, their fourth essential for spring is a flowy light dress. And they're talking about a silk or satin or sheer cotton romantic dress and I can completely agree with this I would adore to have the dress that they're describing it's mainly like got that goddess feel so when you think like Greek goddess you're thinking this flowy kind of 
chiffon kind of like airy feeling dress that's very romantic. Uh, they don't say a specific color here, but I would suggest maybe a white or a pale pink, uh, maybe a pale yellow, uh, basically those colors that really light up spring, but in a pale form. So kind of like look like they're a little bit washed out. And when you have this kind of flowing dress, you can either put a belt on with it, um, maybe cinch the waist a little bit, give it a little bit more shape, or you can let it go free uh, and then put it on maybe with a flat or maybe a little bit of a heel. That would look fabulous. Allure's fifth uh, suggestion for spring is a perfect white t-shirt. Uh, they, they say it shouldn't be loose or baggy, so you're thinking more of like a slightly fitted t-shirt. Obviously, you don't want it to be tight, but you want it to be comfortable. They say you can wear it with jeans. I would love that. A basic look, maybe with a brown belt or brown pair of shoes. That would look really great, and it'll see you through summer, they say. They say it's going to go through spring, summer, and even later on in the fall. That's a great, I mean, everyone loves a white t-shirt. It's really wearable for all the seasons, so I would definitely suggest using it. And go ahead and buy one. Um, if you have one, most of us have a pretty good white t-shirt, but they um, they tend to be worn fast. So, uh, you know, like when you get a stain on it, obviously it's going to stay there because it's white. So um, they're, they're usually pretty cheap, so you can find one in anywhere anywhere so we're going to move on to that was allure's top five and i completely really agree with all of them uh the bright accessories the white blazer the high-waisted pants the flowy dress and the perfect white t-shirt i can completely agree with those they're usually not expensive actually many of us have those pieces in our wardrobe so we can really expand on those add those to our everyday look that stylish everyday look that we have and it'll look really um really stand out and at the same time really trendy so let's move on to that in style, their suggestions for their top um, 10. They have 10 suggestions for spring. The first one they say is the jumpsuit. Now the jumpsuit is a very bold look. It's extremely bold because basically it's like, um, let's think of like Catwoman, okay? That's the jumpsuit, okay? <laughs> I know you're thinking, wow, that's really tight. They don't all come like that. They are looser. So um, they say you can wear them to a formal. Now this one, unfortunately, I'm not going to agree with. This one is a little bit too bold for most people's tastes. Remember, you're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution, and I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. And today our topic is expanding our our everyday look. We went into accessories, we talked about shoes, and now we're talking about bringing those super fun trends that we see right now on the runway into our outfit. So I'm going over the top um, the top suggestions in local magazines, and we moved on to in style. And the first suggestion was the jumpsuit, which I thought was a nutty suggestion, to be honest. And um, I wouldn't suggest buying one. If you have one, you're lucky because it's trendy this year. But if you don't, don't go out and buy one. I wouldn't do that because um, it looks cute on some people. It doesn't look cute on everyone. They're hard to find. The colors can be awkward. Right now I'm looking at a gray one. That's a great color. If you do decide to buy one, buy one in a neutral, definitely, because it's such a bold. I mean, it's an all-over look. Let's move on to number two. Hopefully I'll agree with this one. It's a sporty jacket. And they're looking at Tommy Hilfiger. Um, he designs great sporty jackets. Obviously, his line is ready-to-wear sporty look, and um, they want it to look preppy. Now, I can agree with this look. Um, they're kind of going for that nautical theme that's been um, really fun recently, and this one's a navy. So that that's a great look if you want to get a sporty blazer. Matter of fact, on Allure's um, list, they suggested a white blazer. So um, on InStyle, they're suggesting navy. So uh, those are all neutrals. Like I said, suggest a neutral. Go ahead and get a neutral um, blazer. If you don't have it, maybe don't get it. That's not one of the top trends I see. On um, the third one, let's see here, the third one. Wait a second, they don't have the third one. They move on to the fourth. Okay, the fourth one, I'm sorry. The fourth one is the tunic top, okay? 
Oh, wait a second. I did find the third one. I'm so sorry. The third one is a, a um, red bag, a red little handbag. And this one I can kind of agree with because we were talking about our bold accessories. Um, the red bag would be fabulous. It's bright. Make sure I wouldn't go past um, the size of maybe when you think of a football. I wouldn't go past that size for a handbag as far as a bright color like that because it is really bold. It's red. Um, it's really cute here. Um, actually, it's a Fendi. They say it's an urban shape. Uh, it's it's a color popper, like a wardrobe popper. Obviously, it is really a popper. It's rather cute. Uh, but now we're going to move on to that fourth one, that tunic top that I was just talking about. And that one is so cute, I think. It's really comfortable. Tunics are really comfortable to wear. And if you're not familiar with a tunic, then think um, think dresses, but a little bit shorter. And basically, it's this flowy top that basically is usually an A-line. And um, they look great on most figures. They come in great colors. Um, the model's wearing a white one, which I think is great because she's got some necklaces on. And um, tunics are usually pretty easy to find. They come in all kinds of colors. So pick out the one that looks best with your skin tone and your hair. And I think it's a great look. You can wear it with jeans. You can also wear it alone if you want to. Uh, sometimes if you're really feeling like tired, you can wear it to bed because it's so comfortable. So let's move on to number five. I definitely agree with the tunic. Uh, number five is jean trousers. Okay. And trouser jeans are, I think, always in style because they're so they're so great and they look great with all kinds of look. They're looking at the Diana Karen New York jeans, um, which are great. They're slightly high-waisted, which means um, they come probably right up to your belly button. They're not as high-waisted as the white pants Allure suggested, but they're a little bit lower, right below your belly button, and they're a dark wash. If you want to try on a new pair of jeans, definitely go with a trouser or definitely go with a wide leg jean because those are definitely in style. Um, I would suggest that definitely, okay? Number six is their crocheted sweater. And this sweater is extremely uh, sheer. Because if you think of crocheting, they do leave a little bit of holes in there. Um, obviously not on purpose, but just because of the knit. And um, it's super cute. If you could put on maybe a little white slip underneath, that would look adorable. It's super comfy. You can wear it all day long. And um, even to the beach, maybe, because it's so sheer, it would be um, cool enough. It would keep you relaxed. Uh, it's just a great look. I really like it. The number seven tip is a longer hemline. Uh, definitely, I'm seeing a lot of longer skirts, a lot of longer um, dress styles. They're, um, they're definitely becoming a lot of trends. I really like it, uh, but it's a little bit hard to wear sometimes. So if you can find the perfect hem for you, I would suggest it. Um, definitely, um, usually it's below the knee, so try that out for size. Number eight is a shirt dress. Uh, it's the one that has a shirt. So basically think of a button-up shirt and then think of it as a dress. That's what they're suggesting here. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think it looks good on everyone, but you can try it out. The uh, number nine is the suit. Obviously, a suit is always trendy because it's so versatile. You can take it apart. You can wear the skirt with something and then the jacket with something. They're talking about Chanel, and Chanel is known for her amazing tweed suits. And this one's actually in yellow. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. Uh, I agree with that one. The next one is the short short. I think the short short never goes out of style. It's always in style, especially for the summer, especially for the spring, and it's super trendy. I like it. Um, just find it in a good color, and obviously don't make it too short. It's supposed to be appropriate. I would suggest a two-inch inseam. Uh, my trends, I got to go over these quickly. My trends would be lace, number one. It's super girly, but you can tone it down maybe with a, a motorcycle jacket or something. It's super fun. It's it's girly. I love it. And it's sheer. It's somewhat sheer. So it um, represents more of a romantic, more of a spring look. Um, 
The next one would be one shoulder silhouettes. Uh, they're great. They, they're kind of that 70s feel, but they, um, they look good on most people and you can find them on any color. Um, I like pinks. I like reds in this color. Uh, go for an A-line shape when you're looking at this and then also make sure it's long enough. Make sure it's going to hang neatly um, with some jeans or some skinny jeans. Another, my last trend I would suggest is colorful combinations. We all have those colors in our closet that are bright, that are cheery. And um, you want to just combine those. Try to combine those. Try to stay in the same color family. But at the same time, try a different trend out this season. Combine it with your everyday look and make sure it's still your style. Okay, let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. A day without Voice America Kids is like a lifetime without barbecue. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back to Style Revolution on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today her topic has been accessorizing those everyday looks and all those date night looks and uh, the special, the formal looks, the casual looks, all the looks that we created out of our wardrobe. And we've been accessorizing those with shoes, with the new trends. And remember, if you guys want to contact me, please go to voiceamericakids at gmail.com. And I did have someone very special contact me. Her name is Autumn H. I'd like to shout out to you, Autumn. Thank you so much for your question. She's been asking me about a uniform. She apparently goes to a all uniform school and every once in a while she gets these special days where she can dress out of uniform and she wants to know how to make her uniform special as well as how to dress on those special days. And my suggestions as far as the uniform, I went through a uniform school for a few years and it was really difficult how to accessorize. The first thing I would suggest is hair accessories. Hair is a great way to accessorize your look because it is away from the uniform and you're still respecting the authorities who are telling you to dress in uniform. But you're also um, making yourself a unique individual. So I would suggest going out and maybe getting a some ribbon um, in your favorite color, maybe pink or yellow or purple. Uh, and you can put it in bows. You can put it in your hair. You can wear your hair down with a headband. Another way that I always talk about is nail polish. Nail polish is a fabulous way to add a pop of color and a pop of uniqueness to your look. I used to use it when I a lot, even more now, um, when I was wearing uniforms. You can buy it in any color. It's not very expensive. Uh, it's easy to find and you can paint your nails all the time. You can, if you're allowed to wear flip-flops, I'm not sure, Autumn, but um, if you are, then you can paint your no- toes too, especially your hands. Another way is jewelry. Jewelry is great because um, it can distract from your uniform. So let's say if Autumn was going uh, somewhere after school where she went to be a little more more cute, then you can put jewelry over your uniform, maybe a long necklace, maybe um, a bangle or something, and it really does distract away from the uniform look. Uh, And lastly, like we were talking about earlier, shoes. Shoes is a great way to um, dress down or dress up a look. So depending on where you're going, um, what you're doing in school, you can wear flats, you can wear uh, sandals if you're allowed to. You can even wear cute uh, Converse. Converse is a fun way with lots of colors. Uh, Sometimes they even come in knee-high ones. So go out and um, maybe get some new nail polish, maybe uh, use those old hair accessories, and basically kind of make yourself unique. Remember your favorite colors, that's a good way. And also, even in uniform, remember those three to five words that describe your favorite outfit, and try to bring those in as much as you can to your uniform, okay? Thanks so much for that comment. Like I said, please uh, remember that. And we're also going to talk about that free dress day look. Now remember, um, Autumn's allowed to wear out of uniform every once in a while. So what I would do is definitely go all out. So obviously I don't mean full ball gown. I mean uh, all out in your unique style. Pull out that favorite outfit that you love to wear on the weekends and wear it to school because that's a great way to bring in you to all your friends and to all your teachers. And since you can only do it every once in a while, you definitely want to make sure that you're comfortable in that outfit. You want to make sure that you feel beautiful and you want to make sure that you're uh, that you're comfortable and you're you feel great about that. OK, so uh, if you only have maybe you only have jeans and maybe you only have T-shirts, um, a good way to bring in um, more style and more trendiness is to maybe go out and invest in one piece. Now, that's a good way. Maybe if you only have a few dollars, 20 bucks, you can invest in one trendy piece. Now, remember those trends I was talking about? I would suggest if Autumn invested in a great blazer or maybe a great um, maybe a great trouser jean. That would really bring in those trends without spending a lot of money, and that would also um, help enhance your entire wardrobe because those two pieces you can pair with different t-shirts, you can pair them with uh, maybe a dress, you can pair them with a lot of things. 
things, okay? So go out and invest in a blazer and a neutral color and a trouser jean. You can find those um, at Target. You can get a little bit more expensive with Donna Karen. Uh, you can do a lot of things with that, okay, Adam? Thanks so much for your question, and I hope you enjoy your outfit um, at your school, okay? Now I'm going to move on to uh, something I'm really passionate about is eco-friendly fashion. Now, um, I've been a huge fan of preserving our planet uh, since before it got trendy. So um, I know a little bit about it. And I think it's really important that we all become conscious of the world around us because it is our world. We're supposed to take care of it. We're supposed to be responsible for it. And um, although like there are certain things we can't do. For example, I'm not a scientist. I can't help with finding a um, bio-renewable resource for gas. So that's not something I'm really good at. That's not something I could do. Um, I couldn't create an electric car. But what I can do is take fashion and use it to help um, promote uh, good fashion and help promote world world's good as far as um, eco-friendliness, okay? So you can do that too. If you love, maybe you love cooking or maybe you love sports, find out a way to um, make that more, um, preserve our world a little bit more and make it world conscious. Okay, but today I'm gonna talk about fashion, all right? And although this doesn't deal with fashion directly, for example, um, you can still use a lot of tips that uh, can make your wardrobe more friendly and you can also do a lot of things in your lifestyle. Um, first tip I could give you is pay attention to where clothing and accessories are made. This is really important because a lot of clothing today we get is made out of country. For example, in Malaysia, in Taiwan, in China, of course, and even in Mexico. You got to think every time that you buy something out of state, it takes a lot of resources to get it here. It takes gas, it takes uh, fuel, it takes people, it takes time, it takes energy, and basically try to get as local as possible. Now, obviously, most of us can't um, get stuff that was made in our state, but if you can get it made in the U.S., maybe locally, made uh, made somewhat centrally in this nation, then try to do it. I'm very proud to say that all my clothing I designed is obviously made here. And um, so check out local clothing boutiques, local uh, consignment stores, things that are made locally, okay? It'll reduce the carbon footprint for those designers and those um, people that are making their clothes out of this country, okay? Another tip that I just mentioned was buy secondhand and vintage styles. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been accessorizing that everyday look. And right now we're going to accessorizing it by using eco-friendly products and eco-friendly uh, styles and different things. And we just moved on to step two I gave you, and that's buying secondhand and buying vintage. Now, some people are a little bit um, a little bit afraid to buy secondhand, and to be honest, I don't do it all the time. But if you do find a shop that's really good that um, people donate not super used clothes, uh, but that are shoe that clothing that you would feel comfortable wearing and shoes and accessories, go ahead and use it. And a lot of times you can find a lot of um, unique vintage finds that are really cute that obviously aren't on the market today, but can look cute if you dress it right with those um, those looks and different accessories. And that'll really save a lot of time and a lot of energy as far as um, being made and everything because obviously it's not being made. It's already been made. Someone's already worn it and you're just wearing it again in a cute and new style, okay? Number three, avoid purchasing items that need a lot of special care. And when I say special care, I mean intensive care, like dry cleaning. Dry cleaning takes a lot of energy and a lot of chemicals, a lot more than uh, just basic toss it in the laundry, okay? So I would suggest buying as many clothes in cotton and materials like that that can be just washed and that just used. And instead of taking it to the dry cleaners, having to use um, different chemicals to clean that, okay? 
uh, things that don't wrinkle often. Obviously, um, try to find shirts that say wrinkle-free because they're going to make it a lot difficult where you don't need iron, you don't need to use starch. You're basically going to become a little bit more natural with your products. So if you're confused when you're buying maybe um, something, try to think, can I wear this like for three weeks without without having to take it anywhere, without having to take it to the laundromat or to the um, to the dry cleaners or any place like that, okay? You want to be able to take care of your clothing yourself. You'll save yourself a lot of energy driving to the dry cleaners. You'll save yourself a lot of um, chemical use on your clothing, okay? Another thing is buy clothing made of sustainable fabrics. And if you're not familiar with sustainable fabrics, that means fabrics that are natural and fabrics that can also be biodegradable. And when I say sustainable fabrics, I don't mean polyester or rayon. I mean silks, I mean wools, cotton, uh, bamboo even, linen, uh, things like that that are really natural, that um, sometimes cotton's mixed with a little bit of polyester. That's even better, okay? Um, try to get as natural as possible though, okay? So try to stay within those regions, okay? And if you can't find things like that, then I would suggest going to maybe your local market. You can usually find a lot of, um, a lot of unique, a lot of trendy, and a lot of, um, a lot of really eco-friendly clothing. Um, when I, if you don't find a local market, I would go online and search for Whole Foods. They have a lot of um, really eco-friendly clothing and uh, eco-friendly beauty products, okay? I would suggest, um, these are a few brands that I know that are eco-friendly, so if you're looking for makeup or if you're looking for buying clothing, definitely go to these brands I suggest. I use most of them, and um, let's start with Avita, Avita Beauty Products. They sell um, body wash, hair, shampoo, conditioner, um, lip gloss, all kinds of stuff that are all eco-friendly. Not every single one of their products, because they do sell coloring, hair coloring, uh, but most of their bottles are eco-friendly, already recycled. Most of their products are as natural as they can get, and I personally use all their shampoo all the time, and it's really great. I really like it. Uh, you can go in there and ask the hairstylist what they suggest, and they're really sweet people. Uh, they're really helpful. Another um, brand that I was just using is Smashbox Cosmetics. They're my personal favorite. I adore them. They're, um, all their products are cruelty-free and um, bi like bioproduct-free, which meaning like not natural products, okay? The majority of their products are very natural, as well as their containers. They're trying to um, basically be as natural as possible, which is really popular and really helpful these days. And most importantly, their products are good for your skin, and as well, they make you look really good. So um, definitely go into Ulta and try to find their products. They're really helpful. Another cosmetic brand that is trying to do more eco-friendly stuff is Stella Cosmetics. They're another brand I'm a huge fan of. Um, they really have cute uh, blush and really cute lip gloss and even really cute um, foundation primer. So if you can go and they have, so they support a lot of people. They support local charities. They support uh, local uh, environmentalists and they support uh, obviously being um, trying to recycle and everything. They support local recycling companies. They're, they're really a great, um, a great community. Okay, they really do increase that and try to encourage people to do that. Another brand that offers a lot of um, beauty products is Neutrogena. Now I'm gonna say that that they don't have all their products aren't biodegradable, uh, but they do have a full line of organic products, and that's another thing to look for is organic products. They really most of the time they're um, they're eco friendly. They use less um, parasites and chemicals in their products, and they really are really good for you. Uh, so they have a full line of organic skincare. Those are just a few. Another big fashion brand that's really into being eco-friendly is Stella McCartney. She's a great lady. She's a vegetarian, and she doesn't use any um, furs or leather in her clothing. She tries to be as eco-friendly as possible. She uses a lot of cotton. And the greatest thing is she designs for everybody. She designs um, shoes, 
sportswear, makeup, uh, perfume. She designs clothing. She designs everything. So if you're looking for a great brand, it has a lot of great um, fashion and that also supports eco-friendly and also supports a lot of charities and also um, animal cruelty free. Uh, definitely go with Stella McCartney. She's great. Okay, those are my tips for being eco-friendly. You'd be surprised how really easy it is to um, become more conscious of the world around us. Okay, let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave on Style Revolution. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been expanding our everyday look, and we've been accessorizing it. We've been using uh, different eco-friendly fashions, as well as those new spring trends I've been talking a lot about. And I want to let you know, I'd love to hear from you. Go to voiceamericakids at gmail.com and send me all your questions, all your tips. I'd like to say a special shout out to Stan R. Thank you so much for listening. I enjoyed your comment. Uh, Please tell everyone about it. I'd love to hear more from you. And basically what we're going to do now is move on to that segment called Worldwide Beauty. And last week I talked about a lot about America and basically the history behind our fashions today. Told you a little bit about um, the main designers America has right now and basically the style America has every day. And this week I'm going to talk about a different country that um, I really like right now. It's Italy. The country of Italy is huge for fashion. They were one of the people, one of the countries that started fashion. And um, basically they just finished their Milan Fashion Week for 2011 and it was amazing it was really beautiful um they had a lot of different fashions a lot of great fashion designers and what i'm going to do is basically just tell you a little bit about the country um go through their history with fashion and then let you know what um what they're wearing right now and a little bit more about their fashion week so let's get started um first of all the nation of italy is located obviously in europe um south central europe to be exact they have um about 60 million citizens and they obviously speak italian like a language i'd love to learn and um, basically, the, their fashion has a long tradition, a really long tradition. They um, are known for their luxury goods. They're um, the country that exports all those amazing goods we love so much, like the Ferraris, the Maseratis, the Lamborghinis, all the cars we dream of having. And um, they also do a lot of luxury fashion as well. They have a lot of a lot of major fashion capitals, Rome, uh, Florence, obviously Milan. And uh, a lot of those countries produce and sell their uh, their their clothing. So instead of like America, mainly our clothing is produced somewhere else. In Italy, their clothing is actually produced on site right there and the designer makes it right there and then he sells it right there as well. And also they obviously do export some to us. Some of the designers um, from Italy include um, Gucci, Prada, Versace, Valentino, Armani, a lot of great um, uh, let's say like um, upscale designers, like um, exquisite designers, glamorous designers who design amazing evening dresses, amazing like tailored suits, great fashion that's really that's really exquisite and probably for those special occasions that we like so much. Um, they have a lot of big fashion houses there and a lot of them didn't start recently. A lot of them started maybe in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And um, I'd like to show you a little bit more about Italian um, fashion history. Basically, um, unlike the United States, they started their fashion in probably the 11th century, so um, before the Renaissance, before all of that, and um, they started developing fashion a whole lot. And they took most of their fashion um, inspiration from different arts, from like dance and from drama, from plays, and from especially, obviously, their paintings. Um, Italy and Rome is also known for, um, obviously, their fabulous paintings like um, Leonardo Da Vinci. So they took a lot of inspiration from those. And during the Renaissance age, a little bit past, obviously, the 11th century, they, um, they, they 
rose to a new height and they decided to um, obviously use a lot more draping. And this is, um, sometimes it's considered the birthplace of draping. Now, if you're a designer, you're well aware of the draping technique. It's very difficult to master, very difficult to even create a nice draped dress, let alone create the whole sense of draping. So they did a wonderful job. They started to use colors. They started to use a lot of different styles and they really wanted to um, a term that one time I read um, about this time in France, I mean in Italy, I'm so sorry, um, was they wanted to create the woman's body to look like a flower. And that was the inspiration behind all their gowns at the time. They're known for their extravagant um, pieces, their extravagant tones, their extravagant um, trims. They even used uh, crystals and um, beautiful jewels like rubies and sapphires in their gowns. And um, they basically, they really wanted this look extravagant. They really wanted to look special. So if you try to compare Italian fashion to American fashion, it's going to be a little bit different because obviously um, American is more sportswear, more casual, a little bit more laid back. And Italian is the exact opposite. They're really um, more hyped. They're really more um, developed. They're more, um, they're more glamorous a little bit. And um, during the 17th century, moving on now, um, Italian fashion really fell. They took a great fall, uh, maybe because of, in Europe they had a lot of chaos right now due to the revolutions, due to the French Revolution at that time. Um, but they really weren't producing anything. They were kind of just silence. They were really dead in their fashion sense. And that's when Spanish, English, and um, French fashion took a, uh, took a front. They really didn't make anything. They were um, importing most of their fashions at the time, and they um, they basically didn't produce anything at that time, unfortunately. At the other time, um, most other countries were producing corsets, nice tight dresses, big ball gowns, things like that, um, while Italy was just mainly importing most of their fashion wear. Later, um, they, they, they really were remained dead for a long time. They really didn't produce anything. They really did get any inspiration until, unfortunately, until the 1900s, which was a very long time for um, a country so formatted before to um, not be producing anything, not be making anything. But the 1900s, they came with all those new designers that I was just talking about, like Gucci and Prada. Those are the designers who came out in the 1900s out of Italy. And they came out with a totally different look. Remember how um, early in the Renaissance and in the 1700s, they were coming out with these extravagant, uh, these bold, these full gowns, these rather um, these rather extravagant looks. And now in the 1900s, they were coming out with more ready-to-wear. They were finally catching up with, um, not catching up, but kind of um, matching with other countries. They were making more suits and more simple dresses, more cocktail dresses, more things that were able to be worn, um, not every day, but more often than what they were before. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave. Our topic today has been expanding our everyday look. We've went from using shoes and jewelry to um, doing things like eco-friendly fashion, and we learned a few ways to help our fashion and our wardrobe become more um, world-conscious. We also went through all those great spring trends we've been um, learning about. Now I'm take, talking about Italy, a great country, a very fashionable country that um, basically they're one of the countries that are considered to have started fashion. They really started developing looks. And right now we just went into the 1900s where they really started kind of um, not really copying, but kind of making their, their look similar to that of other countries, as in they started making more suits more uh, simple dresses, more knee length, more a little bit below the knee. Um, they, they went with the glove look. They, uh, they did a lot of things that you'll see a lot in the 1900s, even in Paris, even in America. A lot of other countries use that. And today, um, Italy 
is a great nation for fashion. Their, their Milan Fashion Week is one of the best, okay? They're up there with New York, with Paris, uh, with all those in, in, in London. They're a great country for fashion. They really do. And actually, they just recently had their Milan Fashion Week. And all the designers display their fall collections. They, um, they had a lot of wild accessories. I have to be honest. I was looking through the, um, the footage from it and the photos. They had a lot of crazy accessories. I've never seen anything like this. Um, most of the girls were wearing scarves over their faces entirely. Not veils, but scarves where they couldn't even see through. I'm not sure if they could see through. Um, they were wearing large cowboy hats, which was I thought was really odd. And um, they were having jewelry hang from their like from the crown of their head all the way down past their um, past their bust into their waist. Uh, it was very long. They could I'm not even sure if the models could see where they were going. Thank God they could walk well. Um, and they wore a lot of um, a lot of huge hair accessories. So when you think like the hair accessories, I usually suggest for you is like maybe a glittered headband or a simple little um, ribbon in your hair. They went way beyond that. They took it up totally like five notches. And um, I'm not sure if I'd be bold enough to wear a scarf over my face all day, but um, if you are, give it a shot because that's what's in apparently. And for clothing, they did a lot of fur placement. They're like I said, they're a huge fan of luxury on um, luxury fabrics like silks and like furs and like leathers. They used a lot of um, a lot of fur and they did um, sometimes they did like a fur belt or a big fur collar, like a huge one. And actually, I saw one dress that this lady was wearing. She had this blue dress on that was kind of blue, kind of in dark navy blue. And then she had this bright um, blue fur around her neck. It looked it looked pretty bold. I, I kind of like the colors, but I'm not sure if I would wear anything like that. But um, it was it was really interesting. They also did a lot of bold makeup looks, like the ones that I kind of talked about a little bit, um, like the orange lip gloss. The uh, they did a lot of plum lipsticks, which were really pretty. Um, if you wanted to try those looks, you could tone it down a little bit, maybe put a pale lip gloss over it. It would really look cute um, if you're wearing a simple outfit. And they also did a lot of knee high socks, which is really cute. They're, uh, they kind of went for a bit of an English country look with those English socks. They look really cute. Um, they did an all-over color outfits, which we've seen a lot. They did an orange, completely orange outfit, and it looked very, um, very striking, I guess you could say. But they also did a full white outfit, a full nude outfit, and um, like nude color, and it looked really cute. Uh, they also did a lot of different proportions, uh, meaning that the body wasn't looking like like a regular figure. It was looking like the top would be really big, and then the skirt would be really small or the, the whole thing would be really small, and they cinched it at the waist, and it looked really odd. And so basically, Italy's really come back as one of the main fashion capitals. As a matter of fact, one study I read actually named Milan as the top fashion capital in the whole world, which is a pretty bold thing to say, because you're thinking New York, Paris, London, even like places like Sydney. Uh, those are That's a pretty bold statement, but they named them Milan, the top uh, fashion-producing country in the world. And I would def certainly... Um, I wouldn't differ with it because it's a great country. They've been around for a long time. And a lot of celebrities today, you will find them wearing a lot of Gucci, a lot of Prada, a lot of Versace. Um, a lot of Italian designers are very popular, especially their exquisite fabrics. When you think Italian, you should think exquisite fabrics like leather bags, like um, special fur fur fabrics. They, they bring out like heavily beaded fabrics. And they look really amazing, but they do these things in that special way. I think because Italians have always been trained 
uh, with special, um, with special kind of special ways of making a woman look special. <laughs> I know I'm using special a lot, but they really do um, have a way of making using these exquisite fabrics and making grudge dresses look extravagant and really over the top. So um, if you're looking to look Italian today, now I went over and I did a lot of research on Italian fashion and what they're actually wearing. Obviously, I told you a lot about the runway looks, but what are they wearing every day? I found out that a lot of people, a lot of women wear white, a lot of wear neutrals like khaki, and they hardly ever wear tinny shoes or uh, flats. They actually usually wear pointed toe heels. Um, I'm not sure, obviously. They must wear flats sometimes because those are awfully uncomfortable, but most of the time they're wearing pointed toe heels. So if you get the chance to wear that, you can also wear a lot of chiffon. They try to go a lot of natural fabrics. They'll look crisp and fresh. So maybe go with a silk chiffon top and maybe a nice cotton capri pant with that pointed toe heel maybe put on a little blazer and you'll look like you're from italy i hope you enjoyed learning about a different country i certainly did and thank you so much for joining me on style revolution i am alicia hargrave your host and thanks so much there now you look absolutely perfect when you go out please join us again for another show it's style revolution on the voice america kids channel have an awesome week This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today.